The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Henry Hill, the people of the state of New York versus Henry Hill, docket number 704162. Uh, yes, sir, that's me. Congratulations. Here's your graduation. I'm a I pinched. Everybody gets pinched, but you did it right. You told them nothing, and they got nothing. I thought you'd be mad. Man, I'm not mad. I'm proud of you. You took your first pinch like a man, and you learned the two greatest things in life. What? Look at me. Never ride on your friends, and always keep your mouth shut. Now your host, Jim Tofty. That was Christopher Cerrone playing young Henry in Goodfellas. Christopher was only 12 years old when he got that part in 1990. And now he talks about the wonder of auditioning for Martin Scorsese, working with De Niro and Pesci, and of course the recent loss of castmates Paul Servino, Tony Sirico, and Ray Liotta. As I've got Christopher Cerrone on the line right now. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Hey, Christopher, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Boy, uh, it's been a tough time for those of you who were in Goodfellas losing Paul Servino, Ray Liotta, and Tony Sirico in, in a pretty short span of time, yes? I want to say it was like, what, five or six weeks somewhere in there, starting with Ray. Mind you, Paulie and Tony, they passed in a couple weeks of each other. And then, I mean... Jim, we could take it a step further. We could even say, you know, poor Jimmy Kahn. Exactly. Well, and had you kept in touch with any of uh, the your castmates, including Robert De Niro Absolutely. or Joe Pesci? Uh, you know, I'd be honest, Joe and 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 uh, Bobby, they're a little busy. <laughs> try calling them. They don't always call back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I see Lorraine frequently. We do a lot of shows together. Right. Uh, I see, see Paulie all the time. Again, we do shows together. We do Goodfellow reunions. I've seen Ray sporadically. Ray, 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 Ray was, you know, he was always on the go. He always had some awesome place to be. Or, oh, God, I tell you, he was like, Ray Liotta was like the Mick Jagger of movie. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting, too, Chris, because I've interviewed uh, Lorraine and Paul Servino over the past several years. And both of them said when they were cast and they started shooting the film and everything, they weren't exactly thrilled with the violence, especially Paul Servino. He he wasn't sure about this. I, eventually, he warmed up to it and realized that it, it was going to be this classic. But it was kind of tough going into it, I guess, for them. No, it was, you know. And, and Jim, you know, let's not forget, you know... Uh there is a large part of Italian America that doesn't necessarily care for the mobs to wear the black cloud over Italian America. You know what I mean? We, yeah. An outstanding Italian separates themselves from organized crime. And I think, I think that that was true uh, with Paul. You know, Paul was a very proud, proud Italian man. And you know, this is, this is not something we are necessarily proud of. Take it a step further. Paulie is such a teddy bear of a man. And if you if you spoke with him, you know what I mean. He really is a teddy bear. Yeah. Um, he was worried that he, he wasn't going to be able to find that that evil side of, of Paul Vario, Paul Cicero. And uh, the story goes, he's uh, having trouble making a knot with a tie in the mirror. Finally, it's like his third or fourth time trying to make this knot, and he gets frustrated with himself, and he makes this face in the mirror. And he said it's scared him, but he said, oh, my God, that's it. Wow. In fact, from that point on, he found 
Paul Mario and, and God he did because look at the role he gave us. You yourself, looking back on auditioning, had you ever acted before? I know that you were going to a school for performing arts, but had you done anything before you got this role? Jim, that's a great question. So, you ever see the movie Fame? Yes. Hey, well, now I went to performing arts high school. I was a drama major at Fame. Um, but I didn't start. That was high school. I booked Goodfellas before high school. So I had, I had no formal acting training. And Goodfellas was my first audition for anything TV or film. I'm assuming that thousands of kids were auditioning for this role. Was uh, Martin Scorsese there when you auditioned? Yes. So Ellen Lewis, who was the cast director uh, for Goodfellas, looked in New York, Chicago, and L.A. And I don't have a definite number, but I've heard a range anywhere from fifteen to 20,000. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, it was either that or like, you know, uh, Red 23 with a million dollars on it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, you know, where, you know, it's movie magic, Jim. Sometimes the universe just aligns perfectly. And every single role, Jimmy Two Times, is immortalized, will always be quoted for the rest of days. I'm going to get the papers, get the papers. Yeah. <laughs> All you said in the movie. What other movie can we say that about that everybody down to a guy with two lines is that portable? Uh, by the way, Chris, you must have been kind of the cool kid in school when you got cast in this film. I mean, it must have been pretty great for you. I, you know, I joke around. I, when people ask about high school, I do the Al Bundy pose, poke high. <laughs> but it was. I, I, you know, some, some people's high school experience. You know, they obviously they vary, but I went into high school. The first day of school, I was the most popular kid there. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I my life was so blessed, Tim. I, I can't even begin to tell you, but I will say this. I can't imagine my life had Henry Hill not lived it. By the way, Chris, our morning show interviewed Henry Hill, um, you know, years and years ago. What a character that guy was. It was amazing that he just kind of came out of the woodwork. You know, I, I always thought... What are you doing? <laughs> Go back into hiding. Well, you know, there were there were episodes of him where people would call up and say, the minute you leave that studio, we're going to kill you. Right. There's Henry Hill drinking a beer on camera like, yeah, come on, I'm here, come get me, come get me. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, like... <laughs> What are you doing? I know. Uh, by the way, on set, I, I heard that Joe Pesci enjoyed to tell you some dirty jokes. So he would he would tell me a dirty joke. Mind you, nothing nothing bad. You know, nothing too too crazy or too over the top. Right. But he would make these little jokes, and then he'd say, "You know, Chris, in about five years, you're going to think I'm the funniest guy." <laughs> so now here I. Am. 12 years old, getting these jokes. Now I'm 13 in high school. Let's just say life experiences are happening. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everything, all those jokes he told me started to make sense. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you really are, excuse the pun, but you really are a funny guy. That's hysterical. And by the way, how many times have you seen Goodfellas? Do you, what do you estimate? Would you believe that every family member, every friend, throughout the course of my life, wanted to watch the movie with me. I, I happen to really like the movie, and my wife's favorite movie is Goodfellas. 
So I probably know exaggeration at least a thousand times. I believe that. Before I let you go, did you keep anything from the film? Did you uh, keep a script or anything like that? I am. I was always a collector. So I have my original script. Do you know the sign in the bottom of the window that says Pitkin Avenue Cab Co? Yeah. Paulie didn't have to move fast for anybody. That sign that's in the window, I have that. I have a couple of the Pall Mall and Lucky Strike cartons. Uh, you know, two Luckies, two Pall Mall. Yeah. The scene where I throw they throw the uh, mailman in the pizza oven. I have pizza pans. I took the most randomest things, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jim, you know, uh, a good, a real good fella lives out there in uh, Vegas now. Frankie Severo. Okay. He played Frankie Carbone. Right, right. Frankie, he lives in Vegas. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him a call. See, maybe... Uh, if you come on your show one day. By the way, we got to let you go right now. Chris, who played young Henry in Goodfellas. Christopher, thank you so much and stay well. Hey, Jim, seven red every time you go. Let me know if I win. You got it, buddy. Have a great day. Chris has been doing great at fan conventions and the odd acting role that comes up from time to time, and he will never forget that great experience filming Goodfellas. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Give you my dog surprise.